0: laughing Monkey Music Show. Tonight we have of Limbo. We have Jake and Luke on. How are you guys doing today?
1: Good, buddy.
0: Great, mate. Thanks for having us. Well, glad you can make it. You guys are pretty hot and you guys have been busy lately. We have been, yeah. So actually you guys were just playing with Buck Cherry, right? We were, yeah. We yep. might beautiful. need a COVID test.
2: <laughs> yeah I saw that we did, did a, whole, yeah. a whole month run with them uh throughout June and we were actually super bummed we didn't get to do any of the July but apparently um I don't know I guess it was kind of a somewhat of a blessing in disguise given the fact that they had this positive COVID test etc because who knows what we would have done if we were out there in the middle of the country without uh at any shows for two and a half three weeks so uh our heart goes out to those boys. We had a great time with them. They're lovely dudes, obviously. Um, we had a great time. The shows were fantastic. They bring a great crowd and killer energy, but uh, we're hoping to meet up with them later in the year, perhaps. As of right now,
0: I hope they all just get better and get back to playing again. Very cool. So the crowd's a little different. Like, your music is a little bit different now. How would you categorize yourself? I don't think you guys are good, but it's hard to, I don't hate to yeah, put a genre on you guys.
1: Uh, I guess you'd put it in hard rock, but um, that's kind of what the whole name Limbo of Limbo pertains to. It's us really striving to be as diverse from song to song as possible. I guess a band that we look up to in that fashion would be Faith No More. You can listen to one song on the (laughs) same album. It sounds completely different from the very next song. There you go. You You didn't didn't even know that. There you go. Um, I don't think we're very much, we sound anything like Faith no, no More, but as far as the diversity of them from themselves, uh, that's something that we definitely strive to do.
0: Well, actually, as you say, it does make a lot more sense because you guys do go all over and that's why it's kind of like interesting, you know, as far as touring where you guys have placed with certain bands, because you guys sound really great, like acoustically and, you know, doing some of your, so you do like Wicked Game, you guys can sound beautiful, you guys could just be like a, a pop you know top 40 band but then you guys rock so hard like almost like rocky thrashy you know, i mean you guys really go it goes oh, head it. So I'm like, sure.
1: yep some, some real grungy ones in there um that's the interesting thing about uh with which band we go out with i mean for buck cherry obviously we would cater our <laughs> set to be as party rock rah mm-hmm. rah fun time as possible because that's what the crowd are going to see they're going to see buck cherry and they want that uh big party rock energy so that's what we catered to for that tour and
2: when you only only got 45 minutes a night you know what i mean it's it's very hard to condense a whole band's kind of catalog into one little set so to that point we just tried to fit the energy of the band that we're opening up for you know and and whatever the crowd kind of is expecting we do the best that we can to prep them to kind of lube them up a little bit and get them kind of the juices flowing for Buck Cherry and whoever, uh, I guess the next one's going to be Candlebox, obviously. So we're going to change the set a little bit, but for the Buck Cherry, one, we just went really kind of balls to the wall, just party rock and having fun. So to make sure that everyone's drinking and having a good time and ready to rock for Buck Cherry. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. That's what I'm with that. Cause I know Buck Cherry's always been their own Island. Of, they, they they say that themselves are an Island of music, like where they fit because they're not really anything out there either. So it'll be, Curious how you guys were going to do it. I can see you guys fit with Candlebox, too, because they're more of the alternative 90s music, so. Exactly. You guys, the all is a little different, too.
2: For sure, there's more leeway for some of kind of our softer, more alternative songs, like Happen Again is one that um, we'll definitely be playing, I imagine, for the Candlebox tour, where it gets, I don't know, a little bit of that that kind of softer Alice in Chains sort of 90s vibe at times, Mm -hmm. and it allows a little bit more, leeway and vocal harmonies and things like that rather than just going you know everybody uh party 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 let's play let's get fucked up for example is another one of our songs that we make sure that we always play with buck cherry because you know when they're following up with songs like cocaine or crazy bitch or something like that having everybody pretty drunk already is a good thing to do to make sure that they're already involved in this in the the show so
0: you have a new single coming out or is out is actually out I think you have an album coming out too. Is the a is single part of the album or what? Sorry, we're, going, we're
1: going single by single at the moment with uh, our new record label, Big Panda Records. And uh, that seems to be a nice, nice way to go for us at the moment. Um, the next one that's coming out is Running Out of Time. Uh, it's one we played in our set for a long time throughout the years. Uh, it's kind of about the idea of, people not really appreciating life and living it to the fullest until you find out that you don't have that much of it left. Um, let's say you got diagnosed with cancer or something like that. Uh, and you got told you got 30 days to live. Those 30 days would probably be pretty action packed full of probably the funnest times that you've ever had, because you would live them up to the fullest. It's kind of about that concept. And yeah, it should be out pretty soon.
0: Well, awesome. Good time for having it too nowadays. Everyone's just gone through COVID. So maybe uh, Exactly, yeah, very much. And I mean, the other thing that we
1: noticed while going out with Buck Sherry, is how everyone was just like salivating to be out there and and rocking and having a, a good time as an audience again. Because as everybody knows, we all took it for granted just before COVID. And then boom, when COVID hits, it's like Jesus, what I wouldn't give to be at a concert again. And then now
0: they're they've got finally the chance. I have the, and, yeah, opportunity once again so you know hopefully hopefully it won't won't turn either yeah so actually you guys are probably what you just was to talk a little side note here a singer and guitar player brother that aren't fighting in an interview that's new. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we had, we had. I don't know had, if that's gonna catch on or anything. You know, talking from the kinks, the Crows, to everyone else, but um, we'll try it. It could, it could happen at any moment. We were fighting, uh, just just not long ago. Yeah, night, we, had, we had a we had, we had, a, a, we had a good a old run, fight
2: last a, a night. So yell
1: at each other, but it never lasts more than thirty minutes. No, we're
2: so. we're if we're yeah, the the cohesiveness between us is pretty good in general, and uh, we try to be pretty level headed whenever we do fight to be able to just like quip it in the butt pretty quick and just like you know move on. This is reality. Let's just, whatever happens, happens. Let's make it work. You know what I mean? So we try to make everything as efficient as possible in our
0: relationship. And more than that, we fucking love each other. We do. Ah, uh, that's do. good. I mean, have gone through a lot. I mean, to be in a band and to be brothers. Yeah. And I know and I'll, we don't have to rehash it. There's a link for your, the acts that you guys went through. You guys have really gone through a lot and, you know, had some good second chances or, or, or your own, you know, inspiration for that song. I'm sure you know, there's other inspirations, but so, I mean, you've got a lot going. So,
1: yeah. That no one was what was written, but was written like not too long before the accident. We always felt like, wow, I was kind of prophetic uh, in a way, because definitely when we went through the accident, it did change our perspective on life and it did make us understand that shit, you don't have all the time in the world and you better fucking put all the effort you can into something while you have the time
0: to do it. And for anybody who doesn't know, just Google. Band and the accident, it'll come right up. It's all there. We don't need to go through it. And it's, it's, it's done perfectly in that little piece you did yeah. in the video. So, I mean, you just can't do it better. It's, I'm, I'm glad you guys, are okay. It's amazing. You guys, no one got hurt. We're like, really, I mean, you know, your leg, but I'm saying like nobody got killed. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. Still here. Um, he's, yeah. yeah I've
2: got, he's, the leg works now. He's on like literally still kicking. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> more than that, we, we play basketball every now and again. And he, he goes on runs with us. Like, he's, He's good. The leg is good. He feels good. Everything seems... Any good. any
0: good warnings? Like when the storm's are coming, any like pain in your leg? You're like... Uh, I, really haven't haven't had tomorrow. Any, uh, I really haven't had too much of that, honestly, dude.
1: Um, That's and, like the superpower you get I mean,
0: with an accident.
1: The <laughs> airport thing doesn't set, set off with my leg either. Maybe it's because it's titanium or adamantium, or I have no idea <laughs> what. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but no, I, I really haven't had, I mean, I haven't experienced too many cold winters. We're living here in Southern California, so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not in the deads of Idaho or whatever. So I don't know. Maybe it could get worse.
0: Your, your videos are really, really good. They're shot really well.
1: Thanks, buddy. We
0: like, talk about like visually, you guys are like, like if you're like watercolors, it's, it's like it's, it's so fulfilling to watch visually, it, it, you know? is that a concept you guys come up with first and then work with the video guys the same? How does that?
2: The video guy is sitting right next to me right here. This I mean, is, this is our man. This well, is I, the guy. I,
1: I edit them, but I mean, uh, we've had different, different directors shoot them before. Brandon, our old drummer, Juan, uh, our friend, Tony Burselli, so it's not definitely not all me on that end, but I do edit them, and I come up with the ideas a lot um, he's He's being so-
2: very humble for sure. there's definitely photographers that fulfill the vision, but to be honest with you, Jake is definitely the spearhead of the operation in terms of video and in general any of our graphics and things like that. so Thanks. I mean obviously, thank you for the, the compliment that they're vivid and they're they're capturing because- I, I love
0: man that was actually the first thing I saw like I've been listening to you guys for a while before I even reached out. um I was like I love. I was shot! I love the lighting. You know, and you know, lighting is the worst thing ever for a video to get right. Yeah. So Yeah, get it spot on with those colors, and just all the videos you guys do. I just started noticing even more each time. It's it's so good. I mean, and it's good because your music is really good too. So it'd be really disappointing if your music sucked and your videos really. <laughs> really, <laughs> really it'd be really like turn down the volume, maybe put Bigfoot on, and yeah, right. But no, it's no, it's, no, it's no, you guys can pull it off um, really well. Are you guys? Um, when you're writing songs, is it just you two sitting around like acoustically first or how you guys doing that? Yeah, I mean,
1: usually, it usually starts with a guitar riff um, for 99% of it. And then it sort of builds around that. That's the primary. It's, it's
2: one one sparking idea, mainly a guitar riff. Or sometimes like for nothing but now, you started that song with Which just the, the, line, the vocal yeah. idea. You can't with nothing but now, there's nothing but now, there's nothing but fucking, fucking nothing but now. And that spurred on the guitar riff from there, you know, and things like that. But it, it generally starts as just, you know, one, one spark, one ember, whether it be a guitar riff or a vocal idea. Those are the two main things that, that start first, for sure. And there's
1: also always, like, a vault of guitar riffs in our head that we both know we have in in the Rolodex. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this riff. Oh, you know that one from we're talking about that Ocean's Eleven style one? That works really well with this one. Maybe let's try this one with that one, and then it all usually connects itself. we we got we got a fucking lot of stuff that we want to get out
2: but obviously the actual production process getting songs finished and polished and recorded well it we're playing catch up very much and it feels like in terms of the writing at least he's absolutely right it's a jigsaw puzzle of fitting together riffs fitting together certain ideas from four years ago oh jake will be like what about this riff and then I'll be like, okay, and then I'll play something new. And then these two things from one riff from five years ago will suddenly link with something that I just did 10 minutes ago. But still, it's it's very hard these days to manifest that into something that is actually polished and produced. Yeah, to,
1: to the quality level. But it's, it takes
2: a lot of time and effort to get stuff actually really done right. And if it's not done right, then whatever your... You wasted it. Exactly. Whatever your vision of the song is, if you don't produce it well... Then the public or you know the audience won't understand it in the way that you want them to, or you you want to at
1: least fucking yep. send it off as. Because... And you have throwing those riffs away. You're throwing them in the garbage. Like exactly. What, what's the point in even doing it if you're not going to do it right? Yep. Exactly.
0: This is a challenge, I think, because some artists are do a lot more recording at home, and then you, you now you can do your own, own your own music, find a publisher, but you still control your own music. And, and really at least As what, you guys are doing singles now, like, but are the singles all going to become an album when you're done at a certain point? Dude, is there so many different? The model is so different right now, you know. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's, that's what. Happened. Where are you guys with that idea with the model? Well,
2: the, the whole single thing, I mean, just in terms of attention span of the audience these days, in general, as a as an upcoming band, like to get 10 songs out there is a lot of work and And a lot of money,
1: a lot of money and a lot of
2: work and potentially three, four, five, six of those songs won't even get listened by a lot of the audience. You're looking at four singles, maybe on a 10 song album. And it just seems much more, I, I guess, prudent or wise to spend your time and invest it on doing a
1: single by single by single. That way you can have, you can give it each song its own identity. As exactly. Another, especially like, with the like way that he does, identity. especially
2: the way that he does the graphics, etc. It gives it, it kind of builds like a culture around each sort of song is what we're trying to do. And that way, every single song has, it has its own importance, maximum impact for
1: all the listeners, maximum engagement that way. And, and, and it can bring, and it also can bring like, if it doesn't have a visual, let's say the song get on it, you know, it sounds like this sort of, Ted nugent uh, Mötley Crüe kind of song, blah, blah, blah. But when we showed a few of our friends uh, before we did the art for it, their reaction was like, oh, yeah, cool, kind of hard rock song, blah, blah, blah. But then the same friends saw uh, heard the song again when we put the art to it that had that 80s uh, macho man, Randy Savage, wrestler, exercise <laughs> yep. fucking thing to it. So when they saw it with the visual, it gave it this new context And the same song that they'd heard before, but not given a massive reaction to, they're like, oh, my God, man, I love the new single, blah, 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 I'm completely shifting. Holding inside myself the fact that I know that you heard this fucking single before, motherfucker, and you didn't give a shit about it. But now because it's got this, it's giving you this new framework. And it just goes to, to what we're talking about. To show now. that it's a
2: package. And the, the more that there's a visual there to it, the more that they actually engage. You, do
0: you think that's because of your audience? Because I say that, I think, just, first of all, there's no real, real wrong answer because I think all the, especially rock music in general is trying to format itself. But I think like some bands are are like a little bit older than yours are still trying to figure out, do we do singles? And then at the end, we do an album because the fan base of the... Oh, like, I like to buy albums, like vinyl albums of rock bands. still. like, I, yeah, would, would, I would like to do an album for sure. Yeah. But, 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 generation, you guys are almost in a spot in the middle where it's closer to this. some of nowadays where a lot of bands just do singles, totally just do singles. Yep. And you guys are kind of got like a leg in each area. And some bands are like, you know, maybe I don't want to do a video because, like, at a, like a book you want to read about it and you want to have it in your head. But, but then, generationally nowadays, a lot of people just want to have the package. So, you, once again, you're also straddling both things where you're kind of feeding yeah. an idea to them. I'd
1: love love to have a video for every song, a graphic for every song, ideally. And I mean, like Luke said, we'd ideally love to have a full album. But even though we've been around for a little while, we are still essentially a startup. So the amount of money that's required to put a full album out and spend that amount of time in the studio for one particular package doesn't necessarily make too much sense. When right now putting out one by one, even if we recorded like five of them as an EP, you can put one by one and then combine it as an EP at the end. You know,
0: I agree. I think it's probably the, the best thing to do for a band where yeah. you're at right now. You know, but it's a tough, tough it, 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 for engagement
1: for sure.
0: But it's an interesting spot because even the bigger bands they still don't have the same thing. Like we're talking, actually, don't you know, Buckcherry is a perfect example. You know, what I mean, they're doing a single a month, building up on a, on a media platform because yeah. of you know. How how marketing is you know they had a great marketing plan but they're a little they're the band their audience is like bigger a span of audi- of age you know what I'm saying whereas yep. someone like me will buy it but there's a younger younger people there too who aren't gonna buy it they're just gonna listen to the singles on iTunes or Spotify or, or whatever yeah. you know so
1: and obviously the old model was you tour to promote an album and now. It's the exact opposite. It's you make an album to promote a tour. So that's the other thing. If you're going to make an album to promote a tour, then it makes a lot more sense to slow drip, release it. So that it's constantly promoting
0: this tour that you're on. Yep. Well, especially if the audience is only into hit singles. Exactly. The, the biggest, you can keep pulling somebody in, you have the newest hit single. When one drops, you can put another one in there on the radio. And you know, that makes sense um, to do. Yep. Uh, with the general, I it's know it's like, getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Honestly, in
2: terms of audience and listeners, it just like seems like you got one, two, three singles, and then that's about it. That's where they cut it. So,
1: yeah. That's a, I mean, that's another thing that we've sort of are taking on in the model of our videos coming up is that to do the videos to the quality that we have done them, um, it takes a long time, and we got a video from because he, he does like, it. So, reminder, like, like this is this is something that. Just, any, say, it takes, it sure. takes a long ass time to do it. Explain, sorry, I so, will uh, cut you off. Go for So it. we've come to the conclusion now that it makes more sense for us to sort of compress the song into, instead of a eight, eight bar verse, it's a four bar verse and then it's a two bar pre-chorus instead of a four bar pre-chorus and just condense the song as close to a minute as we can and have this video in there. For instance, Happen Again, you might have seen the video for that. Kind of looks like an iTunes thing. Didn't want it to look like that, but it does kind of look like that.
0: Anyway. I didn't even uh, think
1: that till you do that. Thanks for ruining it. Yeah, (laughs) that that song is originally (laughs) like seven minutes long or something crazy like that. And uh, it just didn't make sense to make the video seven minutes long. So we just cut out the entire second verse and just went straight to the heavy ending after the chorus. And that's kind of what the model that we think works the best for a little music video is, is you're trying to, Capture users' attention and keep them with you for that time. If uh, you you keep going too long, you just wasted your time in building it because they're not going to sit there. a A further point to that, though, is
2: kind of what it really fundamentally comes down to is that the way that people are absorbing a lot of these music videos these days is Instagram and TikTok. And... They are watching it not as much on YouTube as full length videos, which is three and a half, four and a half, five and a half minutes. They're watching it in 30 second to one minute little clips. And to be able to condense a song into just that amount of time and that as a video is kind of priceless because that is the format that is most readily consumed these days yeah. by the audience. And so we're trying to kind of, although it, Honestly, I hate it and it sacrifices the integrity of the idea of doing a video that and encapsulates a yeah. whole song. There is something to be said about you know, just actually playing to the market and playing to the audience, which is, you know, they only, for the most part, watch videos like a reel can only go 30 seconds or whatever on Instagram.
1: The way that we we reconcile ourselves with it is to now look at the video as an advertisement for the song, which (laughs) is the product. And then the song is an advertisement for the tour, which is the product, you know. But the video is more of just another little piece of art That's to grab your attention rather than being the final
0: product, which is the full song. That's how we reconcile it. Yeah. Well, just devil's advocate on this one. Behind you, Pink Pink, Pink Floyd. Yes. They don't really do no difference in stuff. What if you you just edited the long video and then edited a smaller version of the same video and put that up there and have the longer one on your website for the fans to go deeper like? Because you guys, I believe, like the longer stuff, too. So you're not changing what you're because aren't you, are you going to feel like at some point you'll be writing and thinking about like how am I going to break this down to a shorter piece like eventually it's going to start morphing in your head how am I going to be you know changing my song to fit a format it's going uh, to one thousand percent but the, the I guess app.
2: I guess I'll I'll field it by saying this that if I expect that eighty percent of our audience will only watch the one minute video and twenty percent of our deeper audience that are actual fans like. I guess really engrossed, proper fans will watch the full thing. It's very hard for us to justify spending that much time to create to create a full length video. A full-length video for twenty percent of an audience that. Yeah, will I mean, actually watch it compared okay, to what the it. most people will do is just watch it. 30,
0: no, I understand. 30. This isn't wrong. This is kind of just a question. The big, no, no, no. I love that, Devil's that, African. That, Thank that, you. That, I appreciate the,
1: it. The big point here as well is that Gilmore's not editing and animating the Pink Floyd videos. You know, they had a team of mofos to do that for him. So I get yeah, that. If you, team, if, if you had a team of mofos, I'd, I'd
0: make a fucking and a budget hour, and a budget. an hour an long video for a five minute song, you know. but Because you're you not know, you a keyboard band, you're not a pop band. I'm not put that down either because I like pop other stuff too but I'm saying but you, you guys do have the rock in you so there's sure. a, a lot of avenues and, and, and time and space and you, you can do a lot of stuff with your sound Yep. sort of put yourself in a little window like I'm like I wouldn't know I wouldn't know what to do if I was you so I was kind of asking as an outsider like in a creative force how to, how to handle that you know from songwriting because you know you're sitting down to write a song and you want to write the best song possible yeah you're like oh this song's good at five minutes I don't want to cut it down to three now well yeah,
1: that, that does happen. Um, we've we've learned to do a little bit more of that than we used to. For instance, on our, our first proper album, Nicotine, or EP, you call it uh, Nicotine. Damn, that's not that's got a song on there that's 12 and a half minutes long. And, and all we, of them
2: the average is like seven minutes. Yeah. We
1: we if we had if we had that to do again now with the knowledge of music that we have now, a few songs like I'd say happen again could have been condensed to closer to four minutes. And we do a lot of that with our live versions of those songs. Now, mm. it's it's not necessarily a we got to cater to what the modern audience wants to do. Listening as a listener now, it's more like you know we are learning as we go as well, and that and that some, well, self-editing is good
0: too. I mean, you know, I mean, you don't edit yourself at all. There's <laughs> a,
2: exactly there's something there's something to be said about kind of sitting in the moment and allowing those songs to just be and allowing certain instrumental sections to to breathe and exist and things like that but at the same time there's something to be said about getting to the punch and like and
1: keeping actually keeping, constantly changing. keeping
2: things happening and keeping engagement continually um i i guess changing and and and, and making it you know constantly something that's has a different vibe and different moments. So it's, it's definitely, a that's an interesting progression we've definitely kind of encountered throughout, even the music that we've recorded so far from Nicotine to now the Nothing But Now album and beyond, is that we're not anymore having as much fluff, I guess, is the yeah, best way to describe. it. And, and
1: also credit where credit is due, our dear friend Mike Pepe, who has produced the last uh, two EPs for us, uh, not nicotine, but uh, uh, n- nothing but now and then. This one that's sort of slow drip releasing right now. He really did uh, elevate our understanding of the concept of pushing music as through the paces as possible. You know, don't don't belabor a point longer than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, keep keep the momentum going. I said I would say is the
0: best. C- trim the fat. D- trim the fat. Yeah, at this point, I don't. I didn't feel it was oversized yeah, some of your earlier stuff i could hear but i mean it feels like it's balanced it doesn't feel like your songs are sacrificed for the length of time yet for the long ones or the short ones yet i haven't yeah as an out, outsider heard it i mean you critique yourself but you know what i'm saying
2: we we hit we, we hit just, we hit um should i stay or should i go a few years back and they they ripped us to shreds as they do for a lot of bands but their main criticism although they liked the music was that we had to kill our babies was the quote that uh, they they used to say the exact point that we're talking about right now. Trim the fat. And because it's a, obviously it's a radio show and they played Happen Again and And On. I think those are the two that they played, right?
1: Yeah, I think so.
2: And they had intro, those songs have intros that are like 30 second, 45 second, maybe a minute long instrumental intros into the song before vocals even start. So on the radio show, by the time the actual, I guess we're getting towards like regular chorus time for other songs. We're just starting, we're just starting to hit the verse. And they're like, guys, they, they came back and they are like, guys, you're just, this is boring. Like, although the music's good, you're not like progressing throughout the song quick enough, you know, kill your
1: babies. Yeah. Kill your babies. Not that we get, gave a, damn shit what these disc jockey dudes told us. No, but but, but it. It, is something, it is something that we learned through our time with Mike Pepe. <laughs> well, that's a, that's, our, a, sep- that's that. a separate issue. The, the,
0: the, the intros are like, the, like a nice soundscape, which is nice when you're hearing it. But we yeah. always listen to the CD or the music or the MP3 in your car a lot and you hear it. And you want to hear the song, get to the song. That's when that soundscape is nice. But you're yeah. right. it's just that, that, that's when it's a pain in the butt. But as a complete part of a song, if you're doing a full album or you, whatever it turns out to be, you know, there, there can be different versions and different edits of things. That's why they yeah, do it. Zeppelin got, some, Zeppelin got or some radio music. edit. Exactly. Right. That's what a radio edit was for because you couldn't play like a twelve-minute song or a seven-minute things Or Cashmere, everything was edited down a certain way. They're, you know, that's yeah. why they do it. You know, so just a meet in the middle. Cashmere for, you know. or uh,
1: not, uh, November Rain isn't that the longest one ever to be
0: number one or something? I think. I think, nine, yeah, I think. You're, yeah, I think November Rain. Crazy. It's a long song. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah. least so it's over and it starts over again. I, I love. That I can song. never remember when it's over. No, I'm just saying, but I can never
1: remember when like over, over again. Yeah. Four guitar solos in that one? I love that it's song.
0: so dope. I remember I got that one. I had the uh, bootleg of that before the album came out. Like when they, Appetite came out, somebody got like all the studio stuff of it. And I, I had that as a, that and Shabby Love and a bunch of their older stuff before they released it on the, you know, the, the other albums. Really one, one one I saw it when first came out.
1: out. I'm one of those weirdos that even loves Chinese Democracy, dude. I think that's an amazing album.
0: Isn't it, isn't it a good album? Ah, There's some really well. good stuff on it. A, I, hey,
2: the, the guitar solo. I, I agree. The guitar this solo on this I love is one of the best yep. guitar solos I've ever heard in my life. It's like so melodic and just oh, oh.
1: preach, preach. It's like a it's a fretless one, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Incredible.
0: It's very it's yeah it's very emotional. The album is very very powerful. Yeah, the sounds are very different. I think you know. I, hopefully, in time, it gets credit. But I mean, it just took so long, and. All yeah. the weird stuff with Buckethead in yeah. the studio with a so chick or whatever. And,
1: and yeah, obviously. And there's a few, there's a few maybe overproduced, weird, soundy things going on. Um, but for the most part, yeah, there's a lot of incredible songs on it. Madagascar, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I love. Of- this, this I love. IRS. Uh, mm-hmm. What's the one that starts with P? Whatever. Anyway, yes, incredible album. What a pleasure! I never actually talked to anybody. We've actually done this in a oh, of yeah. I really really is, like so yeah, we get we get into we get into arguments with people about it, and then I and then the, the people that are uh, having a, a problem with us saying it's an amazing album usually end up having never listened to the album and that decided it's best. not good
0: because Slash wasn't on. It's like, all right, guys, Slash is awesome. I it just, just oh, there's other ton of other people on that were good too. It's a good album. Yeah, exactly exactly right. right. There are a lot of great yeah. other
2: guitarists in the world.
0: I mean, it took forever, but that was, that's, 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 that's that's, gonna go away, but everything else.
1: Only sold in Best Buy, right? I bought mine in Best Buy. That was like Best Buy exclusive, straight to Platinum because they bought so many of them.
2: I remember when Tool just, (laughs) Tool released their new one. I saw a quote somewhere, I don't know if it's real or not, but apparently Denny Carey said, it took them like 10 years or something. And he, and he said, uh, I wish we had spent longer on this
0: album or something like that. And like, I wish we hadn't been so rushed. I wish we hadn't been so
2: rushed. So I'm like, are you fucking joking me, dude? Like That's got to be sarcasm.
0: Like, that's got to be sarcasm to get, get out of your system. I mean, it, it took might a while. Have, it,
2: yeah. might, it might have been some satire or sarcasm. But either way, I
1: laughed my ass yeah, off. It was probably
0: main art quality.
1: It I was like, it should
0: have been a there. double a or double, a double, a triple album at that point. You, should, uh, just like, a thrill, on. you know, for 10 years. Yeah. I think it was awesome.
1: People themselves farting and people would still love it.
0: Yeah, So that's really cool. This is this is really good. Um, you guys are uh, a lot of fun. And um, with camp, what were you guys playing for this tour coming up? Do you guys know the oh, dates? I didn't I get to the dates. Gonna,
1: we're, we're going back to some of the places we were. We at started in Louisville,
2: Kentucky. I know that we play Fort Smith, Arkansas. Wichita. We play Wichita, and there's one other date that is eluding me right now. Let me, uh, let me double check it. Well, we've only got,
1: we've only got four with them, and uh, we're very grateful for those four. It's, uh, our our drummer is one of his favorite bands of all time, so we're very <laughs> honored to be, be opening up for them for as many as they will bestow upon us. Right now it's four, and we are grateful for every one of those
0: four.
1: <laughs> out of every one of those units.
0: Well, not a lot of people are touring right now, either, so it's, it's good that you guys are getting right back out there, you know? Yeah, that's that's true. I mean uh
2: Louisville and St and St. Louis. Louisville, St. Louis, um, Fort Smith and Wichita. So those are the four dates we got with Candle Blocks. Hopefully there'll be more, I imagine. Um, or we're hoping at least that we're gonna be hanging out with Buck Cherry a little bit more later in the year. We'll see how that goes. But we've made a great um connection with those dudes, and there's a great rapport just between the, the overall camps yeah. and there's a great kind of similarity in sound when we were playing together. It seemed like it was a really good fit. So we're hoping to hang out with those guys again later in the year. We'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, those are the four dates that we have. All right. Thank you. Yeah. And we will talk
0: again real soon. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, buddy. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you. it. thank you.